Welcome to Small Talks, where we have small talks about a big God. I'm Crystal. Let's talk. I have a question for you. Do you remember your ninth grade history teacher's name? I mean, you saw them every day for about nine months. What about this one? It might be a little easier. Do you remember what you wore last week Wednesday? I'm guessing those things are kind of difficult for you to recall. I think it's pretty interesting that God made us with the ability to forget. God and all of his sovereignty, he intricately created our bodies and our minds, and he chose to create our brains with the ability to forget. I was curious to find out why do we forget in the first place? What does science say is happening in the brain that would cause us to forget? Well, there are a number of reasons, and one reason in particular stood out to me, and that was something called disuse, D-I-S-use, disuse. Some believe that science shows that memories fade away rapidly when not reviewed or used. So this is how God made us. He made us in a way that if we do not rehearse a memory, it will fade over time. No wonder the command to remember is a frequent command in the Bible. Let me show you what I mean. Isaiah 46, nine says, remember the things I have done in the past for I alone am God, I am God, and there is none like me. Psalm 111.4 says, he has caused his wondrous works to be remembered. The Lord is gracious and merciful. And we see in Luke 22:19 that as a new covenant believer, we are called to remember the death of Jesus Christ through Holy Communion. Jesus says, do this in remembrance of me. So what exactly are we to remember? Well, scripture shows that we are to remember two things. We are to remember who he is and what he has done. So who he is, his character, like his faithfulness, his mercy, his compassion, and what he has done. So the display of his character, the miracles, the way he has performed in your life, the way he has showed himself strong. Now, because God has created us with the ability to forget, to remember is a deliberate act. It's a conscious effort for us to recall his goodness, his mercy, his character, and all the things that he has done for us. We have to choose to remember. When the Bible asks us to remember, it's not in this sentimental nostalgic kind of way. It's not so that we can long for the past or what was or a moment we'll never get back. God doesn't want us to treat it like a Facebook memory. We look at those memories and we say, aww, and we remember the moment and then we move on. No, God instructs us to remember who he is and what he has done so that we are transformed and moved towards a particular action. He doesn't tell us to remember so that we can feel warm and fuzzy inside, but so that we can be spurred and respond in a particular way. Over the course of two devotionals, I want to talk about three ways remembering should transform us. Number one, remembering should cause us to obey. You see very often in scripture, forgetfulness and disobedience going hand in hand. I want us to look at Psalm 78. Psalm 78 is reviewing the history of the children of Israel. And we know this particular group of people did not always get it right. They had a number of times where they were disobedient. And I believe it had a lot to do with the fact that they did not choose to remember. I encourage you to read the entire chapter, but let's look at a few verses together. Psalm 78 verses 10 and 11 says, They did not keep the covenant of God and refused to walk in his law. They forgot his deeds and his miracles that he has shown them. 
verses 41 and 42 says, Again and again they tempted God and pained the Holy One of Israel. Verse 42 says, They did not remember his power the day when he redeemed them from the enemy. So it's very clear here that their disobedience had a lot to do with their forgetfulness of God. They simply forgot who he was and what he had done for them. It is by no accident that right before God gave the Israelites the Ten Commandments, he first reminds them of who he is and what he has done. Exodus chapter 20 verses 1 through 4 says, Then God spoke all of these words, saying, I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. And then he goes on and gives them the Ten Commandments. He said, you should have no other gods before me. You should not make for yourself an idol, and so on. Now, we don't obey God so that he'll do great things for us. No, he's not a genie. He's not a vending machine where you put something in so you can get something out. But we obey God because he is great and because he has done great things. It's the Romans 12.1 mindset. Romans 12.1 says, I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your body a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Now, how are we supposed to present our lives and our bodies? By the mercies of God. So essentially, the scripture is saying that because he has been so merciful to us, because he has given us what we do not deserve, we ought to walk in obedience and give our whole lives to him as a living sacrifice. So we should walk in obedience to God because of who he is and what he has done. Now, some of y'all grew up with parents who believed this same principle. Imagine it's the day after Christmas or the day after your birthday and your parents just spent all this money lavishing you with all of these gifts. And let's say they asked you the day after your birthday or Christmas to wash the dishes or clean up your room. I wish you would try to disobey them and not follow their instruction and clean up that room or wash those dishes. What is one of the first things they would bring up? They'll probably say, I just bought you that new video game or I just bought you those new shoes. So you better wash those dishes, right? Now, we would call a disobedient child ungrateful, disrespectful. We would say that they have a short memory, right? But how often do we become that disobedient child to our Heavenly Father? So the next time you have a difficult time walking in obedience to God, I want to suggest that it might be because you have forgotten some characteristics about God and or have forgotten his marvelous works in your life. Friends, may we remember our God, who he is and what he has done so that we can walk in a fervent, radical obedience.